Welcome to the Wealth Builders Podcast. I'm Billy Epperhart, and on this show, you're going to hear from industry leaders in business, real estate, and investing. Our Wealth Builder coaches and myself are excited to teach you how to make sense of making money for making a difference. Okay, let's get started. Hello and welcome to the Wealth Builders Podcast. I'm so excited that you joined us today. We are really in the midst of such an interesting time in this world and in all the events that are happening around the world, there is an opportunity that God is presenting to us as children of God, as people that know we are called to build wealth for the kingdom of God. And uh, today I have got a very special guest on, and it is my amazing husband, Dave Metcalf. Welcome, Dave. Oh, thank you very much, Karen. It's great to be with you and this incredible family, uh, the Wealth Builder family. Yeah, thank you so much, Dave. You're going to be sharing some things today that that I think is super helpful to us to really set the right mindset to to get in the right position to understand what God has for us. But also, we're going to be talking about some practical ways to step out that call of God in our life to build wealth for His purposes, even when we hit times that are difficult. You know, there's there's perseverance in things. There's, there's uh, challenges that we face. We've hit a couple of those this last week. But all of those are meant to be overcome. And uh, Dave, you're going to be sharing with us strategic steps for a quality life and success as laid out in John 17. So get us started. I know you've got so much great information. Okay, sure. Thank you, Karen. The first one is uh, in John chapter 17, verse 3. And this would be number one, experience God's quality of life now. And this is the verse where Jesus said that eternal life is when you actually experience the one true God in Jesus Christ, whom he sent. So we have this eternal quality of God that is available in our lives that's being offered by our experience of knowing God and Jesus, which of course starts at salvation, the new birth but extends into our life in every facet of our life, uh, relationally in business and every other way, we are actually involved in the quality of God's life. And 1 John 4.16 says that as Jesus is now, so are we in the world. So the powerful Jesus, the, the all-conquering Jesus, everything that Jesus has going with the Father, the same anointing, the, the authority, the love, the provision of all the kingdom of heaven resources, the way he is right now, we are just like him because of our relationship with him. You know, Dave, that is really profound. And just to set the foundation of how to step through things, even just adjusting and saying, okay, I'm facing, you know, these challenges, I'm facing, you know, this problem to adjust our mindset back to the truth of what you just described is like the first step because then we're approaching things from a position of victory that Jesus has given us. Yes, that's that's true. And the second thing Jesus brings out in the very next verse 
is that we actually glorify God and accomplish his will. And he gives us every provision necessary to do that. Now, in verse 4, it doesn't actually say he gives us every provision necessary. That is said in other places of the New Testament. And we'll actually give some really great examples today of that. But one of the things that we want to look at in this strategy of verse 4 is that when we are living our life and we are doing our business, we are actually glorifying God by accomplishing the work that he gives us to do. And the accomplishment of work is not trying to figure out how to do it by ourselves. It's actually receiving all the prosperity of God that we need to accomplish his will in our life and to build wealth that makes a difference and leaves a legacy. Wow, that's great. And uh, you've got listed here the what those resources are. So I'm just going to read through those to share with everybody. These are the things that you can know you have the resources of heaven. Um, We've got every spiritual blessing that provides vibrant physical and emotional health, freedom from oppression, protection, quality relationships, peace, joy, and financial blessing. And Dave, you even have, you know, certainly wealth involves financial, but there's some additional things that Billy and Becky talk about that really defines wealth at a broader level. Can you share those? Sure. Um, If you come to any wealth builder event or listen to Billy and Becky for any length of time at all, you'll definitely hear their signature lines about wealth and they'll talk about family. So wealth is about relationships. Billy will talk about one of the priorities of uh, your life is to actually get yourself educated. So there's education. And then you have experiences out of your education because you begin to take your education, you apply it, you get in the game, as Billy says. And as you begin to gain experience and do well, you build your influence, which is another part of wealth that the Bible talks about. And in this whole process, you have the wealth of peace because you are being led and guided by the Holy Spirit. And your financial resources are beginning to accumulate and receive momentum as you're moving forward from a place of just meeting your physical or like maybe your financial needs to actually building wealth that makes a difference and even builds legacy. That's awesome. All right, step three. Okay, step number three. Uh, Jesus said, same chapter, John chapter 17, verse six. He said, I revealed your name to the people that you gave me. One of the things that Jesus did is he revealed the different names of God to his team, his disciples, because he wanted them and he wants us to be very clear about the character and the nature of God. And that is actually revealed by his name, like what he calls himself, for example. And one of the areas, uh, one of the examples of names is Jehovah, our provider. And that actually was given to Abraham. And the word was that God is providing and it shall be seen. So it's the idea that maybe you're not seeing it right now, but it shall be seen. And that is actually a powerful name because in our businesses, we want to we want to remember and we also want to remind ourselves that God is providing 
everything that we need, even if we're not seeing it in the moment. Because Jesus has given us all things according to Romans 8. And we have the abundant life that he talked about in earlier in the verse, uh, chapter 17, 3. We have all the promises in Jesus, and we're complete in Jesus. Wow, I really like that. God's provision shall be seen. Even if we're not seeing it in the natural, we can know that his provision will be seen. That's amazing, Dave. That's so good. Yeah, and I think it's really beautiful. Um, You know, sometimes we're wondering, does God actually see me? And one of the names of God that you reference in your book, The Promise of Purpose, was with Hagar. And God God called himself uh, El-Rohi, which she said, God sees me. So God sees you as an individual, and then he has provision lined up and ready to go that you haven't seen yet, but it's coming. And that's where we realize that all the promises of God are yes in our lives, Mm -hmm. that we have received an inheritance in the kingdom. And his intention is to give us increase and to give us blessing because he not only sees us in relationship, but he sees what we need. And he will provide. That's amazing. And I like some of the statements that that you have, because when you have that position and you know, and he says it will be seen, it's approaching it from a thankful part. So, you know, for example, I thank you, Jesus, that you have given me abundant life. John 10, 10. I thank you that all your promises are mine in Jesus, 2 Corinthians 1.20. I thank you that you are my provider, Jesus, and I'm free from the curse of poverty, Galatians 3.13. So again, it's taking the word of God, what God has said, and just agreeing that that is who he is in our life, and then declaring with thankfulness. And you know, when we speak, it's powerful. I like to say it like this. When I speak with my voice, it's going in my ears, right? So it's helping me. (laughs) Yeah, that's so good. Another verse um, that we've talked about is the Colossians 1.12, that I am complete in Jesus. I thank Jesus that I'm complete. There's been times in my life where I have actually felt, before I really got the power of the word in my heart, There were times I felt incomplete. I just always thought I was missing something. I was like chasing after like, what do I need to really be together? Mm. And then I realized, wow, in Jesus, I'm actually complete. And he's bringing that wholeness and that health and that completedness into a manifested part of my, my heart and brain and renewed mind where I begin to experience it. But I already was starting from a place of complete not chasing something, trying to fill the the gap. That's so good. Wow. Okay, number four, Jesus' strategy is to experience the word of God, which is truth. He said in verse 17, that speaking again of the disciples, that I set them apart in the truth, your word is truth. And so here we're, we're beginning to realize that as we believe and trust in God's word, whether it's the Bible or the Holy Spirit speaking to us as it aligns with the Bible, then we begin to see that his character, his nature, his motives, 
His word is something that richly gets deposited in our hearts. And when that word is set in our heart, then our mind is renewed and we start thinking after the word that's in our heart. And it makes all the difference in our lives because it really does set us apart. Wow, that's really good. And just trusting and believing in the goodness of God's character and motives, just being confident of who he is and that we matter to him. And that gives us the opportunity to give him our cares, to put our desires before him and rest in him as we walk in his promises. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, One of a cool example Uh, even in the Old Testament, of someone actually asking God to bless them is 1 Chronicles 4.10. It was Jabez who actually called upon God. So he acknowledged God as his source, and he asked God to bless him, recognizing the blessing comes from God alone. And he asked God to enlarge his territory because he wanted to grow. And he realized, I think, really, that part of God's approach to life is is profitability being fruitful and multiplying, which is growing. And he wanted that. And he was specifically saying, let your hand be with me, protect me and lead me through circumstances and keep me away from harm. Because he recognized that in his weakness, God's strength would actually help him endure all hardships. And the beauty of that verse is it says that God granted him what he asked. Wow, that is so good. And so when we're walking through situations or even if we're not walking through situations, this is really important for us to understand that this is God's will for us. And Jay Baz kept, he really set a great example of just turning to God and agreeing with what God says about us and trusting that he is there to help us. You know, a lot of times, Dave, we talk to people in uh, the it's difficult for them to step into this area of building wealth because they're they're fearful. Um, they're afraid of risk. And while Billy does, does such an amazing job of of talking about the law of risk and and really how God sees risk, but it's difficult for people to go into it in peace. Uh, or go into it without anxiety if they don't first kind of get secure in God's plan for success. And not only that it's his desire, but his faithfulness to be there to um, help step it out with us in a very successful way. Yes. And of course, he helps us because he is working with us. And we realize that the same power that raised Jesus from the dead is actively working in us. And when we tap into the realization that there's so much power available, and a lot of times it's our tongue that is forming the the path forward, the authority, the blessing, because of the power that we have in our own tongue to create concepts and speak them. And you're really great at like, always reminding us um, in positive ways, like, hey, let's let's speak over this and let's um, let our tongue, you know, like we're saying something, it kind of enters us. You were describing the other day of how we're essentially speaking to ourselves, but to also situations. Part of that, like, is even one of the verses you um, mentioned before, like Psalms 103, where 
we actually bring ourselves into remembrance of his benefits. Yes. And we talk about that versus uh, maybe the situation is negative. Yeah, that's really good, Dave. Wow. So encouraging. And First Peter 5, 7, I cast all my anxiety on him because he cares for me. I know the other day we were dealing, I don't know what it was, dealing with something. And the uh, the Lord just reminded me, you know, like, hey, you're anxious about this. And he just put the word in, like, reminded me that, remember, this doesn't give you any additional stature, <laughs> meaning <laughs> that this is not going to help your situation. It's not going to, you know, help you grow or or solve this problem. And it was like, wow, that's right. So I needed to make that adjustment. And so much about walking in peace, well, everything about it is really about our mind and what we're thinking on. So these are such great verses and just statements, Dave, that help us to you know, stay in line with that pathway of success and a quality of life. Mm-hmm. And, and the idea that God will supply all of our needs according to his riches, not our riches, but what he has available, that's very helpful. And it's also helpful uh, when you think about what Paul said in uh, Philippians 3. He said that he he intentionally forgets what's behind so that he can reach forward. And he's pressing towards the goal of what God has presented before him. And I think that's helpful, too, because sometimes we look at the past and we feel really bad about, oh, if we would have only done this or that. And it's it's so easy to look backwards, right? With right. 2020 vision. And yet it's good to just realize, hey, I am I am in Jesus now and I can move forward. And there's there's a goal for me. Uh, there's a prize that I can press towards. That's helpful as well. All right, we're like on the last, uh, the fifth point. <laughs> and the fifth point that Jesus brought up, this is very key. Maybe one of the most important things that he did while on earth is in John 17, 21 through 23. And there he mentions that he actually became one with the Father and that his goal was that we would become one with him and the Father. And in that oneness, in that harmony, that he would actually share his glory with us, which is really powerful when you, when you think about that. Mm-hmm. So as Jesus harmonized himself with God, he was a perfect example of how a man operating with faith could go into every situation and solve problems, bring solutions with all the resources of heaven. And in this relationship of being one with the Father, the glory of the Father was revealed, and uh, and this is something that Jesus wants for us to have in our experience with Him, like in our business or our uh, personal lives, our family lives, our relationships. But it makes a difference when we're walking in in a oneness with Jesus and the Father. Yeah, it really does, and even that connection um, of we're a reminder we're not doing this alone, we're doing this together. Even just that awareness is really helpful because we can sometimes like get busy in life and all at once we're kind of out there on our own without that that awareness that, no, God is right here with me. 
Yeah, really. And Jesus says something interesting too, because he says the the glory that the Father has given, I have given to them. And one of the ways to look at glory in the in the Greek language, glory means the view and the opinion. And what Jesus was doing is he was helping people shift their thinking, their view of life, their opinions about God and life circumstances. He was shifting that to how does God see it so that they could see it, they could understand it, and they could experience it. And I think that's one of the things that we'd love to encourage business people with is that God is wanting to reveal himself so that you would see and understand and experience differently than how you would on your own as you're having a relationship with god as you're in harmony with him he is actually helping you see his reality in every situation and how to move forward and how to move forward with boldness and courage because your trust and your believing in the promises of god that he has set aside for each person yeah and dave is there like how do you how do you do that? Become aware. I'm thinking maybe something like, you know what, God, I, I need to get your view. What are, how are you seeing this situation? Do you ever do that? Like maybe you're in the midst of something and, and how do you connect, you know, to be mindful of that harmonizing? Yeah, uh, that's a great question, Karen. And, and I think it's recognizing that God's language is so diverse. And he is talking to us at so many different levels. And when we simply ask him um, to speak to us, he is ready and he is wanting to speak to us in ways that we can understand. And Jesus made a very simple example of saying that when we pray, that we would pray um, God's will on earth as it is in heaven. So when we are choosing and we're saying, God, we, we choose that we're going to actually harmonize with you and we want to see and we want to understand and experience your reality, then that choice actually opens our heart to the work of the Holy Spirit. And it, as a little side note, when the Bible talks about dying to yourself, what it really means is the willingness to take your own opinions that could obstruct your vision and set them aside, put your opinions aside and take on the sight of what God has so that you can clearly see. And one of the examples of that was Jesus, when he talked to the most qualified religious leaders of his day, he said, if you would just change your thinking, you could actually touch the kingdom right now because he was only like two feet away from them. But their thinking was obstructing. It was like a barrier. So one of the ways that we do first, the first step would be, to just tell God, hey, God, in my heart, I, I don't see things right now, uh, maybe the way that you're seeing it. And I just want to say that I'm setting aside all of my my opinions and whatever I learned as a kid or what the world is saying. And economically, they might be saying one thing, but I know you have a different reality. And I want to see that clearly. And as we do, recognizing that we have the word of truth because we're set apart, we have his word. And we have his name that God, you will provide. You are my peace. You are my victory. You are the banner of success over my life. And as we get in that heart position, then I think what that does is it, it opens us up to actually see 
how God is leading us. And then it's the diversity of how he speaks through prayer, which is the interactive communication. And it might come in various forms, a thought, an impression, a picture, a, a vision, a dream. So it's it's very creative in how God talks to us. Dave, thank you so much for laying out these five steps, Jesus' strategic steps for a quality life and success as laid out in John 17. Is there any final words or statement that you want to just share with people to encourage them? Yes, I would say that you have the God quality of life that Jesus came to so lovingly give to you and to help you connect with him and see his reality and experience God's absolute best in your life. And we're just so thankful for all of you that are listening. And we'd love to just pray uh, right now and just thank you, Lord, for each person that's listening. Thank you for the opportunity that we have to reach out to you and receive all of the blessings of God in our life and the idea that you want to help us accomplish your will in our life, and you give us every necessary provision to do that. We thank you for the way that you have um, not only given us every blessing, but you help us extend that blessing to other people out of our success. And we just uh, thank you for the success in, in people's businesses right now, their decisions, their thoughts, their dreams, that you are actually helping them shape successful steps to accomplishing the, the beautiful influence of business that we need around every community. And we thank you for that blessing on each person in Jesus' name. Amen. Wow. Dave, thank you so much for being on this podcast with me. And we're just so grateful to Billy and Becky for, for wealth builders and uh, just, you know, making content available for all of us to learn from. And I want to encourage all of you that as this airs in uh, 2023, we've got an upcoming real estate workshop. And so you can always see what events are coming up. Go to wealthbuilders.org forward slash events. And you can learn about the real estate workshop. It's sold out in person, but we have live stream available. Uh, we've also got a business and nonprofit workshop that's coming up. And so always something for you to be a part of. And also um, the Amazing Wealth Builders team has added resources on real estate. So you can check out those new resources, their checklists uh, that vary depending on your journey in real estate. And you can go to wealthbuilders.org, just scroll down below Billy's picture, click on the resource banner, and we've got a lot of new information completely free that is available for you. So God bless you. Thank you again for being a part of the Wealth Builders family and make it a great rest of the day. Thanks for listening to the Wealth Builders podcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate and review the show. If you want to learn more about who we are, visit our website at wealthbuilders.org and check us out on Facebook. We'll see you next time.